welcome to Vault of Horror. Um, this week we'll be discussing the 1995 horror fantasy film The Prophecy. I'd like to introduce you to my special guest, co-host friend, who uh, I likes to, I'd say, idolise Eric Stoltz after watching this film. <laughs> um, Dan, is that true? Can you confirm these rumours? I can confirm, and I can also confirm that when I was about 24, I grew my hair out like Eric Stoltz and had a little beard. So um, I think I got it just past my, well, just up to my shoulders. It lasted uh, about, well, once it was fully grown, it lasted about five months. Excellent. For a little cough. So, so the rumours are true. They're not rumours. The rumours are true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had an impact. Yeah, it was. It was. I, I maintain it was uh, his lifestyle from the prophecy and not Pulp Fiction. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, for people that aren't aware, Eric Stoltz is in the film. We're not just going off on a tangent. Yeah. Um, and uh, before we start, I'd just like to ask people out there, you kind people, to give us a like, share, and subscribe. If you like what we do, you know what? Even if you don't, even if you think we're absolutely terrible, give us tell a like friends. anyway. Yeah, <laughs> tell your friends. Tell us tell, to like, dislike, well, no, not dislike us, but like us. Let us know what we can do and requests, anything that you guys think we should be doing or you want to argue our point and tell us that we don't know what we're talking about. Feel free to do that. Um, so, yes, Dan, The Prophecy, 1995. Yep. Written, directed by Gregory Wyden. Yes. Um, so... A film I would say not that many people know about. Um, d- doing my uh, due diligence this past couple of weeks, yep. um, watching the film again. Whenever I tried to see what kind of review or anybody's opinion on the matter, specifically, uh, specifically, sorry, at YouTube, mm. uh, people just don't seem to like have, have mentioned this film. There's maybe yeah. like one in-depth analysis of it. The rest of it of like. It's barely mentioned. Yeah, it's a shame. It's such yeah, a shame. It is. It is. Um, and for for people that have uh, not seen the film, and maybe this is the first thing they've heard about it, it's it is a horror fantasy. I would say, even though you could maybe call it a bit of a like a like a kind of routine kind of cop yes. drama added into yeah. that. Uh, but it's it stars. Um, I was going to say Gabriel Byrne then, but it doesn't star him. He, I think he yeah. probably wishes he did that, but it stars at Christopher Walken as the Archangel Gabriel. Yeah. Now, essentially there's a civil war happening in, in heaven, and uh, yeah. Gabriel's come to earth to look for the dark soul that he can use as a weapon to end the war. Yeah. Um, and we have uh, Thomas Daggett, who's a former... Uh, former priest about to be ordained yes. uh, and yep. he's now a police officer and he gets embroiled in, in this uh, kind of war where the angels come to earth yeah. so since this film I would say there's been a few like it mm. Yeah, I would say uh, Legion is that the Paul yes. Bettany film? Yeah, Legion, yeah. 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 Paul Bettany film, yeah, I mean we've had uh, the TV series Supernatural as well haven't we? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, which, which can be leading so Maybe if people are going to visit this film now, you know, it's not something that's totally out there. But I suppose at the time, you, you, you know, it would have been like when I saw it, it was like a little bit like blew my mind just for the subject matter. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so starting at that, I can remember my mind being blown about it. But what about you? What was your first experience with uh, with the prophecy? Dan? Um, I was uh, it was our mutual friend, Mr. Slack. 
um, oh, nice yeah, who had seen it and was uh, going on about it. Um, and uh, so it was just one of those things I searched out. Um, just happened to be on, I think, BBC One, and I don't think it's ever been shown on terrestrial TV Jeez. since that point. Yeah, it was and it's a long, long time ago. Um, I'm probably about 12 or 13, I think, when I saw it. Um, obviously, knew Gregory Wyden's work from uh, Highlander yeah. and Backdraft, which are a big fan of both films. Oh, great um, films. And it was just one of those those films that I got when it came on. It was long late at night, like at eleven o'clock or something like that. So I got my dad to to record it on VHS. Bless um, him. Yeah, which he did, and I fell, instantly fell in love with it. Uh, so much so that I went out and bought it X rental from Brilliant. Blockbuster. Yeah, yeah, it had a massive, chunky, fat VHS case. <laughs> the best, the best. Yeah. Yeah, so um, yeah, proper prompted me to to go out on that. I think I bought the second and third one, yeah, as well. Just be just based on on watching the well, first one, prophecy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah. And then um, yeah, that was it. And needed felt the need to share it with whether I was that taken by it. Sorry to sort of go off a little tangent. I was that taken by it that that when we we were at college together, me and Mister Slack um, wrote a spec script for basically a version of the prophecy like you do when you you ape what you love don't you yeah Um, absolutely yeah Yeah. and we even went as far as we bought trench coats and went out in the woods and we filmed like a um like almost like a behind the scenes thing before we even made anything (laughs) it's so pretentious (laughs) to take these cameras out and (laughs) do like film behind this it was like (laughs) like i think honestly i'm really sorry to go off on one but it it um, it started off with I remember this. It started off with Paul sat in a tree perching in a tree with his little dark glasses on, um, and he was playing the the demon Abaddon, and he he leapt out the tree. It's like hi, I'm Paul Slack, and I play Abaddon in I think it was called the Dark Eternal. I think that's what it's called. <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah, yeah. I think we filmed a fight scene in the woods as well. We filmed like a full on epic fight scene with swords. I think. I think we need to get some footage lost, of this. Lost to time, mate. Lost to yeah, time. Lost to time. Yeah. Oh. Yourself. <laughs> you. Uh, you. You were the person that showed me. Um, if you You're remember. Welcome. Yes. No, yeah. Thank you very much. Um, I can remember one summer, as we often. I think it was like '99 or 2000. With your brother Nigel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, th- I believe we. Um, yeah, definitely. It was it was it was absolutely then, and I think that it was a VHS copy I watched yeah. as well, I believe. And then after sitting watching it, absolutely enamoured with with the uh, movie, I went out and purchased all three of them. So <laughs> now I never I never I don't remember whether it was the three VHS versions or the three DVD box set. Mm. I'd look today to see what you could get foolishly looking for a Blu-ray copy um, and saw the three DVD set. And I was like, oh yeah, I did have the three DVD set. Yeah, yeah. yeah I didn't just buy them like all singularly. Although there were just singular ones put into a shit box. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so again, that, I thought it was great. And uh, I've again, I just don't see that many people that have really experienced the film. Mm, so no, it's, a bit, no, it's a bit of a shame, really. But I was um, like that. Yeah, that's my experience. You mentioned it, and a lot of people go, oh, well. Never heard of it. Yeah. Yeah, it's a shame. Uh, so the cast and crew, uh, it's not got the biggest cast. Um, 
but it's an impressive one. Yes, it works to its advantage as well. Mm. So we have, obviously, we have the, um, well, it needs no introduction, does it? Christopher Walken needs absolutely <laughs> none. He's brilliant. What a legend. Yeah, yeah. He's, he was born to play this Gabriel role. He was, yeah. he's, he's, he's fantastic. I've, um, there's a few lines in throughout the, the sequels, um, but every line in this is is just there's just never a wasted line from him, never a wasted yeah. moment. He can sound yeah. so threatening, um, so friendly, so so menacing. Yeah, just, uh, you're right. Yeah, his inflection so sort of like he's he's when he's angry and he's doing this sort of almost got a little growl to his voice. Yeah. Um, and uh, but then when he's like talking to the kids when he's he's, he's looking for the, the dark soul in all those kids at the school, he's going, yeah. "Hello, man." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. like just just showing the kids uh, my trumpet. You know, it's, it's so like. He's <laughs> great. Yeah, great. he's wonderful. Yeah, it is watching. That's not a euphemism. Then we have Elias Coteus or Coteus, yes. I think it is. Yeah, yeah, he's the Canadian actor, great actor. People probably recognize him as Casey Jones, yes, uh, yeah. from the Turtles. But, um, yeah, he's one of those actors that I've not seen him, I've seen him in quite a few little bits, mm. but I've always like thought he was great. Like, oh, he's a fantastic actor. Yeah, yeah, and he's like really—he's one of those actors that gets nowhere near enough recognition or work, but he's always absolutely loved by his peers. Yeah, like, like, I think I saw Woody Allison so enamoured with him. Yeah, Gary Sinise is another one. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah put him on that same sort of. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just, just, just fantastic, and he, he plays um, Thomas Dagger. He's the the priest now, uh, cop. Yeah, um, and he brings a bit of a, a uh, I always want to say a likable De Niro. <laughs> yes, yeah, 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 it really does. Yeah, John to to proceedings yet, yeah. and then we have um, Virginia Madsen, who was coming. I don't know whether she was coming off Candyman or just before Candyman, because I think the film was shot and shelved for a couple of years before it was yes. released. Which yeah. Miramax and Dimensions and the Weinstein's mm. always. Always kind yeah. of did, didn't they? Um, but she's she's um, she plays the teacher in the the small town yeah. uh, that looks after the kids, uh, and she's quite a nice role actually. She gets to defend herself quite well, and yeah, and she's she not just nice moments. Yeah, she's not just sort of left to the wayside or or a weakened character because of her sex. She's you know she's a strong character, very protective, very. Yeah. yeah, I would say, yeah, she's a strong female character, definitely, because she's a strong female character, not because she's female. She's just mm. her actions and yeah. stuff. She's yeah. well written. Really good. And you, do, and you do get to see kind of a, both sides of her, a tough side, yes. and, you know, and her being scared. She's allowed to yeah. be scared as well, so it's good. Uh, also gets to blow up trailers, which is, yes. <laughs> which is a bonus. <laughs> um, then we have Vigo Mortensen. Oh, my God. As a nice oh, extended cameo, yeah, or rather, oh, not my god, <laughs> yes, yes, oh, um, quite the opposite, <laughs> yeah. He <laughs> is sorry to, he's one of my favorite on screen Lucifers, yes, he's brilliant, and he's in it for all of two, three minutes, yeah, he's he's um, so good again, he's, he's just got that kind of like silence around him mm. like the entire i know obviously they did but it's like the entire crew was like extra quiet when he was delivering his lines like there's yeah. just that 
you can like cut the atmosphere. I mean, you pay attention, don't you, when he speaks? He's and yeah. and what he has to say is just again, it's it's sort of pivotal for the the, the finale. Yeah, he doesn't. You know, going to too much. He does. It doesn't only appear towards the finale, but it doesn't interfere. No. Yeah, you know, it's this great thing about his character is that he's, you know, he, he basically he he doesn't care about the the law in heaven. He just, you know, he wants the the natural order. Right? There's been like a stopper put because of the wall. There's been a stopper on where souls go, hasn't there? That's that's his yes. thing. Yes. So there's not there's not many people getting into hell. Uh, equally not as many people get into heaven um yeah. and he just wants he wants the doors to be open again <laughs> he yes. wants business to get yeah. back in the hall and he doesn't want another hell he doesn't want sort of hell on earth or anything yeah, he's, one, he's... One, yeah one hell's plenty enough yeah, yeah. Um, as he says yeah. um and then we round off the cast i would say with eric stoltz yes plays simon, simon. yeah the angel again another really good performance um again it's it, i think what i love about this film is you almost see that the you clearly get there's a, a good side depicted but like when you, we get this confrontation between christopher walker and eric stoltz it's almost like i don't know who's right i don't know who's wrong i'm just fed up and i'm bored i want it to be over and sometimes you just have to do as you're told and yeah, yeah. so again it's not it's not it's like shades of grey. There's no black, yes. there's no white, and that's what I do love about this film. Mm-hmm. And he's got this very, like, when he's he finds Mary, who's, who's the main girl, and there's been a lot of people complain about because when he fight he finds this soul and he passes this soul onto it to, mm. to hide it from Gabriel, it's like he has to. It's almost like math to math, isn't it? Yeah. He, he, yeah. he projects this soul yeah. into him. Yeah, absolutely. And um, and he's. He, he does have this like, hey, can you keep a secret? And he's he, he can play himself off. And I don't mean like the people have been complaining about. I'm just mean he can play this very like, is he is he being good? Is he is he mm. you, you know is he playing yeah. ball here? Is he out in the open? Is he hiding any motivation or anything? So um, yeah, again, and he's one of the good guys. So yeah. I think it's yeah. I think it's great. I think he's he, again he's brilliant, and it's such a shame you know what happens to him, but never mind. <laughs> So, I think I would I would guess everybody can kind of tell that we're both enamoured with the film. Yeah, yeah. yeah it, it's I mean it's currently streaming on Amazon Prime for, for free if you've got it. It's yeah. not a rental yeah. purchase or anything. So definitely go and watch it. Um, it's it, it's fantastic. But is there? I mean, obviously there's a film full of them. Probably. Well, what are some of your highlights of it? What's you know? What's some of the things that make the film tick for you? I think um, obviously it's, it's it's subject matter. We've not done a uh, angels in films before have been depicted either, you know, the sort of seraphim type, you know, halo, sort of gilded, fanny, sort of yeah. Like, yeah, <laughs> you know, um, all this like Clarence from It's a Wonderful Life, or you know, the we've we've not had these kind of eight we've not had warring angels before we've not had sort of you know street fighting you know sort of grubby you know these angels aren't pretty Lots you know they, yeah they, they, you find this, this this one is it uh is it you see it you see yeah. yeah yeah so it's got it's got no eyes um it's got both both uh se- you know, sexual organs um you know, is the way they talk about his body that is it's fine as if if it was a, a fetus. Yeah. You know, the, these aren't natural creatures and 
I think the the background stuff for me was really enjoyable to hear about all these. You know, the, the first war was over, but the second one's going. All this, this the, the the history behind it. Um, there's little moments like just having them perch, yeah, on things. I love seeing the perch. At, at any moment, the standout moments for me, I think uh, Eric Stoltz um, and Chris, yeah. Chris Walken's confrontation. I think, like you said, is is brilliant. There's almost a sadness to it that. You know, you've got Eric Stoltz saying that he's he's really tired, but, you know, like you've, you've already covered. But also, Christopher Walken's side of that argument is that you know, you, you know, you join us, you know, we'll make it how it used to be. He's a very jealous character. Yeah, you know, absolutely. his whole motivation, Christopher Walken's whole motivation, is that God has put humans above angels, and that's not good enough for Gabriel. Yeah, that's not how he should be. Not bow uh, down to no talking monkey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I love the bit with Jerry. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm for those who've not watched it. I'm Gabriel, or whether it's just Gabriel, but um, or whether it's angels in general. But he can he can seem to like almost have like a servant. Can't doesn't yes. he like like he he can resurrect like maybe someone that's died. Death, isn't it? Yeah. Death, yeah. yeah. Um, and Jerry's a, uh, a suicide. Um, yeah, you see, you see the uh, knot, don't you? And the yes, the yeah, yeah. Um, and it, <laughs> it's the thing you don't really get any kind of exposition about it until further on. But when you first introduce Jerry, it's this quiet, sad that bears love the honey, honey loves the trees. You know, sort of <laughs> little stupid song. Um, and Jerry's sort of like sat there, and he's he's whinging. It's oh, not not again, yeah. Gabriel. It's like it's so. It's like Gabriel's already used him by this point. Yeah. You know, it's like what were you like? What were you like? Soon, don't be a pest about it. You know. Like, <laughs> Come on, Jerry. You know, it's just it's like yeah. the only reason he really needs Jerry is because he can't drive. Yeah, absolutely. I love yeah. that. I love that. I think it's like this in prophecy too. He, he resurrects someone else because he can't use a computer. Yeah, is it Lizzie or something? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's all this, this. He's got all this great power, but to get from A to B. He needs a ghoul, essentially, to yeah, uh, yeah to drive him I like around. It. I like it when he uh, when he's in the diner when he's because he gets the second. Yeah, uh, Amanda Plummer. Yeah, Amanda Plummer. Yeah, 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 he does. And uh, when they're leaving, because he, he gives her this, she's like doesn't want to go with him, and he like kind of burnt. He he um kind of scolded, doesn't he? And yeah. It's like you know force, and you can see that's like again is is the veil he keeps up and that mm. power power he's got. Um, and the waitress, he says, well, I, you know, it's not likely we'll meet again. And she's like, suits me. <laughs> <laughs> like, like off, yeah, just, just kind of scared and yeah. It, it just oozes charisma, and he, like you said, the way he sort of flips from um, being calm and collected to to this sort of angry sort of vicious creature um and and the great thing is they don't need any special effects for it they don't need to yeah. emphasize this it's all done in performance well uh, there's a scene to me one of my highlights is where uh daggett and gabriel come face to face in the in the church yeah. and it's that kind of he like, he like knows who he is and daggett's like typical kind of cop and like who do you know i am kind of antagonistic and then yeah. he stands up and you kind of see him back down a little bit, Daggett, and then he says, yeah. look into my eyes, and you just I get no effects, but there's just these, like, raging eyes, like, yeah. behind it all, and it's just like, wow, yeah, you want, you want yeah. to fuck with him. <laughs> Is that when he talks about the secret? When he's on about yeah, the he filtrum. 
Yeah, yes. you said that little that dent in above your upper lip. So when you and your your, your mother's stomach or something like that, doesn't he? He yeah. said, "I told you a secret." And I put my hand on you in your face and went, "Shh." <laughs> Again, that's what a great, yeah. what, what a great idea. Especially yeah. that Gabriel hates all these human beings as somehow like add such an impact on our physical appearance, and yeah, yeah he, he can't yeah. stand us. <laughs> Talking monkeys. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, Lucifer and Daggett. I mean, Lucifer's chat with uh, Virginia Madison's character. Um, when he's he's ex- he's doing his bit of expedition that he want to give up, and he starts eating that rosebud. Yeah. Um. You know, and there's a really nice bit where he's talking to her really calmly, and he's got this whisper sort of Vigo Mortensen you know, whispering along, and then that sort of little weird demon monk thing sort of makes a noise, and he sort of roars at it, doesn't he? Sort of. Yeah. Um. But when Daggett says, "I need to go and talk to him," yeah. Um. And he goes, "Little Tommy Daggett." <laughs> so it used to run across your bedroom at night and jump in your bed so scared that I'd be under the bed and I was I was just one of my favourite bits of all, like throughout the entire thing because I just think you know it's it's so him it's so old yeah. scratch isn't it it's just oh, yeah. it's, it's fantastic I, I, I th- the bit I really like there's, there's you know the um there's the bit in the cave, obviously, where mm. where Daggett and is it Catherine? I think Virginia yeah, Madison's yeah. character. Yeah. They see like the angels that are impaled. The like kind mm. of like the, the the land's been decimated by them, yeah. the death, and they see it. They, they hear these screams, and then you're uh, when we see Daggett's um, visions at the beginning, and we yes. see all that bloodshed and the scream, and that is it's quite horrific, actually. Yeah. It's, it's quite mm. it's quite an assault on your sense, like we we're saying last week it's that kind of like you feel a bit like uncomfortable when you yes. when you listen and see yeah. it um so imagine having that in your head 24 7 so yeah. um and there's there's another part which i think is quite creepy and i don't know if it's just me dan but it's I, I, especially i think i've noticed it each time and it's been more impactful mm. the guy who plays colonel Hawthorne, they're dead between his eyes there's yeah. nothing there yeah, it's, it's scary in black and white. It's it really is unsettling to look at. It's, yeah, it's, that's fantastic. I think also just to explain that the Colonel Arthur character was um, a, a, a colonel in the US uh, military who um, had he was a, sort of the keeper of the dark soul. Yes. Um, he committed absolutely horrific war crimes. I think in Korea is that that it was Did, Korea was it? Yeah, was it yeah. Korea? yeah. It was, yeah. He, he, um, he kept he sliced off people's faces and kept them and in kept, bombs. Yeah. And he was tried, tried, yeah. um, and uh, and and but I don't think he was he was ever convicted. No. Um, so that's but yeah, the the Tom uh, Daggett finds the uh, old film reels that he's been yeah. sort of stuck away with the evidence. Um, sort of under his in his old. Uh, uh, Military cachet, isn't it? It's, it's, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, because he's got this uniform and everything, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he watches it over, and yeah, you're right. They did this black and white footage of the uh, the trial, but then the when they arrested him, yeah, uh, and everything, and yeah, it's just the black. His eyes are, yeah, stoned. No, it's just great acting, and the mm. the the way they filmed it in black and white, it's yeah. it's really unnerving. It's it's that other worldly sense but being set very much in the world it's 
yeah yeah not really yeah. noticeable um um yeah i i, I, I just think again the, the subject matter the subject matter is something that's like as a person who's not religious i'm very open-minded so i'd never say yeah. i never believe at any point but um I, i'm not practicing i have no faith um at the moment so um to to see something like this and a subject matter that we could all go oh yawn because <laughs> we yeah. get let's face it we get preached from the first time we go to school to anywhere about this but actually it's almost like the matrix kind of takes mm. on god and and the original yeah. working title of the film is god's army so yeah. um it, it, and um i've managed to find and read some of the uh, shooting script which does explain more about the dark soul and and the war and seems to have a few more angels in it so i think they've obviously trimmed it back maybe it's a yeah. budget thing or time mm. but i think it works i think it's a nice little mm. tale and i like and i think the last probably highlight for me is is uh Elias Cotius, I think he just he just brings that kind of gravitas like quietly though he kind yeah. of where you've got this like fantastic Christopher Walken character you've got this fantastic um it's Gabriel Christopher Walken you've got Viggo Mortensen at the end as Lucifer mm. so you've got these two larger than life characters that we've heard about you've got this guy who's a priest who's had been shown too much by by evan that he's lost yeah. faith not faith that there's in god but faith because it's exactly the same up there as it is down here so why bother yeah yeah, yeah. But i love the fact that it's not a destiny it's not a prophecy about him mm. is he there at the wrong place at the wrong time yeah did he have it was he just a great priest but he was just this man he's caught up in it now and he's caught back then and i think it just adds that little crime yeah. drama part that that, yeah. that keeps yeah. the story grounded, and I think it just makes it. I just think it works perfectly. Yeah. I'd say. Yeah, 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 brilliant. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's you're right. I think it's just it has so many different facets going for it, um, and it 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 doesn't let up either. It's no. You know, it's just it's so enjoyable. There's so many different things. It's like all the little little bits that bring up the angel lore, and like you said, these little abilities that they have that you know, just bringing people back from there. But it's sort of it's done in such a matter of fact way. Yeah, that works for it. Yeah, it's a it's a logical approach to if angels were were around, they would probably not be showing off who they were. Yes. So we, it yeah. fits in, which fits in with the tone, which fits into our believability and and, and things. So yeah, yeah. I, I'd agree with you. Um, yeah. So issues? Would you say there's any issues with the film or any problems? I've I've I've, I've got a few, not, not many. Um, but what about yourself? Uh, would you? I would say that the the thing that I kind of wish they didn't do is give a not a physical presence, but a a visual presence to the dark soul at the end. That's the that's the thing that I when it leaves Mary, it's sort of this sort of dark figure with elongated fingers sort of appears and sort of like screams as like the heavens open and yeah. and take away. I, I wish they'd not done that. I think there's there's a couple of different ways they probably could have gone. Yeah. You know. I, I didn't feel like I had to see it. No, yeah. I think um, I think that's because, so because the, the power in the ending, for me, is is not 
how Gabriel's dispatched, you know, or anything. It's that he's he's lost the word. They talk about the word of God throughout, and you know, people, you know, and the whole thing with with Tommy Daggett is that he heard God, yeah, and it was and it was too much for him. And the thing with Gabriel is that he he can't. It's not that he can't hear him. It's that God won't talk to him anymore. Yeah, because of what he's done and what he's doing, that that side of things is more impactful. Yeah, so I think you know that that whole thing with the dark soul at the end probably could be handled a little bit different. Doesn't mean to say I don't enjoy it. No, absolutely. Doesn't take anything away. It's just Mm. yeah. But again, the budgetary constraints they probably felt like they had to show something as a payoff. Yeah, you know most films do. You know, especially. films from you know a few years ago um yeah i i would i would say so i think mm-hmm. one way I've, I've i have looked at that from a different perspective and you you feel free to tell me what you think but again i, I agree I, I think maybe a bit more this day and age did it be probably a tiny bit more restraint mm-hmm. uh, maybe it was a decision to go guys this is a fantasy horror you know we do have some gore and some bits in it but you know, it's not in the traditional sense horror, so maybe they were pushed into it yeah. or something like that. But so it's a studio decision. But I always thought, especially maybe the third or fourth time viewing this, that the soul was actually corrupted by then. It's that dark, that festered, that bad that it's actually almost like a demonic presence mm. now. So and we get to see how how, how like inhuman it has become before yeah. it's zapped away so that's maybe again it's mm. and that's probably leads into my problem with the film is for this subject matter and the story i want more <laughs> it could have done with 20 20 minutes more i think just yeah. to flesh it out about the dark soul about the exorcism at the end because sometimes it's blinking you'll miss it I could, mm. you know i was watching the film a couple of nights ago and i've not watched it for a few years and then i'll be like I might have either looked at my phone, dropped somebody a message, or just literally looked down for a second, looked up and thought, what? And I think when, and and it's just, I think it is literally so quick, almost like it becomes a chase to the end for them, which it is, it's after this dark soul. So I think like maybe a bit more time to explain about the dark soul. I wanted to see more of the like Jerry, character because i want to see like how does that work what do they need yeah. do you know what i mean i think a few more bits like that and i think you know i agree with the jerry thing because i think i i don't know whether amanda Plummer is because amanda Plummer is sort of uh i mean she's a great actress anyway but it, you know she, she just i think just done pulp fiction as well yes. um so she's a bit more prominent and i don't know whether they just and obviously it was all miramax and that was all yeah. Yeah. whether she had a contract or whatever um but i think they could have easily continued jerry's character up to the finale yes you know and i i think no offense to amanda Plummer's character but i think introducing another yeah. goal for like for a better you know yeah choice of a better word spy man bitch yeah yeah <laughs> that late that later on it was nice to see him bring her back i mean that great it's a great scene when he walks into the hospital and he's looking at you know, he's looking at you know, uh, recovering. Huh, who'd have thought? You know, and sort of he's just throwing the charts on the floor. Yeah, like. charts. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like looking to see who's and he goes, "Ha!" Ah, it says something like um, "critical." 
Yeah, well, my favourite. My favourite, yeah, so it goes in and brings it back. So it's nice to see that. But if we'd have seen that with Jerry, maybe yes. on the noose at the start, yeah. and going, and going, come on, come back, come on, Jerry, and sort of have the whole... You, you know. could have had the POV shot with his with the camera going fuzzy, so his eyes are closing, yeah. and then they're opening again almost and before Gabriel's it gets there. dark, and he's there, yeah, and he's yeah. like, come on. He's like, what, what, kind of, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and it's, uh, but, yeah, I... I Again, for me, this this t- tiny, those tiny little things don't. don't I, I agree with you about it. it. Could have been longer, just because I want more of those characters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think I think there's quite a few. Just again, from the little bit of research that I did do before this, um, there is quite a few people that have said I enjoyed it so much more the second and third time mm. because I got what was happening. So I'm maybe it's because I'm forgetting my first time, as in like I loved it so much. But there's sometimes films I watch and go, I need to watch that again to find out exactly yeah. what was going off. Which which I think is great sometimes because um, when you a film leaves something to your imagination, mm. you know it stays with you longer. Yeah. I, would, I would say, and I think that did it when I watched it with you. Me and you chatted about it after. I think I went and purchased it, watched it again. Yeah. So, so I think that it's that fine balance where I think I could have done a. Li- I think a little bit more explanation would have been great, but I think it's a balancing act. I think more of the um, score from the start. You know, you've got that sort of ethereal sort of quiet. Yeah. Um, Fantastic score. score. Yeah, it's a beautiful score. And then obviously the score changes to suit. So when they get sort of out in the desert and they're doing sort of more the Native American sort of stuff, you get a bit more sort of you know, sort of drums and yes, you know, and what that. Um, I I think although it fits where it's set because it's sort of more of a you know, sort of Western setting and everything, I think I'd I'd have preferred to have carried on that. Yes. First score, the first sort of yeah, bit absolutely. through. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I would say so. And it does become like iconic within the series that score mm. as, as the sequels yeah. um, go on. But yeah, I think, I th- <laughs> yeah, the, the the little gripes in comparison to mm. to, to, to most stuff. It's just yeah, um, definitely. Yeah, definitely. I think I think it's just uh, one of those things where sometimes you see a film and you, and it's just. You just think that it's almost it'd make a great TV series, especially this mm. day and age, because there's yeah. so much subject matter that you sometimes yeah. are like, oh, I just want more, and that's great for a film to leave that. Yeah. Um. So, I think that I'm gonna have to push you for. You. <laughs> I know we spoke about maybe some weaknesses, some mm. the list of strengths that we could go on all day about. Yeah. But what would you say is your is the best moment of the film? The, the standout moment of this film for you? Oh, that's difficult. Um, or is it a performance? Is it? Is, is I think I'd have to go down to the performance. I think it's Christopher Walken out and out. I think as much as everyone brings their A game to it, when they didn't have to, because you know it's such a small film relatively, you know, compared to absolutely you know, budget wise as well. It's you know. It could have easily been phoned in by by everyone in it, you know. Absolutely. But Walken gives it his all, and there's a, you quoted it before we started recording, and that was the whole um, about you know the, never knowing the reason why that quote that you, you sort of yeah yeah. I, I don't know if you want to just share that with. Are you, are you talking um, about the quote um, about um, 
about Daggett and Gabriel. Yes. Yeah. So, so, so this is actually my favourite moment in the film. Yeah, yeah. I think <laughs> so, this is. Yeah, so Gabriel's about. To, Gabriel, you think is about to seriously injure or kill Daggett, mm. and he's and, and 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 Daggett essentially asks Gabriel, he's like, well, why don't you just ask him? You know, why don't you ask God? And it's almost like Christopher Walken's character kind of just like, stiffens up, doesn't it? And he's just like, because he doesn't talk to me anymore, mm. and it's like that silence, and it's like it's almost like they stop the conflict and he walks off and leaves Dagger to carry on and go and get the soul out of Mary, the, the, the young girl that it's inhabiting. But to me, it's just so powerful because it's like, you've, the villain has stopped what he was going to do. He stopped, he's stopped, you, you know, our hero from being taken out. And it's that recognition that they both are on the kind of understand each other. They both yeah. almost should be on the same side. Yeah. Yeah. That's my favourite moment. I think it's so powerful. It's, just, it's quite, it's like, it's almost so stoic. Yes. Um, You know, it's, it's just, I don't know, mate, it's just so, so good. Um, it, that, that quote as well about killing firstborns. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, I I've just pulled it off of it, so this is one of my favourite quotes and um he says uh, uh, this is Gabriel, he says I'm an angel. I kill first films while their mummers watch. I turn cities into soul, even when I feel like it rip the souls from little girls. And from now until kingdom come, the only thing you can count on your existence is never understanding why. I see it's so like And it's then he's got that and don't be a pest about it. Kind yeah. of, I know he doesn't say that, but he's got that attitude about it, hasn't he, yeah. as well? It's just such a such a fuck you moment. I don't have to explain myself to you. And you're never gonna yeah. find out why, so just let me get on with what you know what I'm doing. Yeah. It's such a yeah. um, and it's a great thing about it, he carries it on through I don't want to sort of go into much about the sequels, but he, he carries it on into the sequels. Yes. Um but he gets a, a development arc. Yeah, absolutely. Which is nice. Which is nice because yeah. a lot of characters, you know, he could have carried on playing Gabriel as the villain throughout. Yeah. I don't want to miss spoilers or anything, but it's nice to see Walken getting to do something different with it. Yeah. So towards the end of that trilogy, because I know they've, they've done five, haven't they? But Walken's yeah. only in the first three. Three. I think that completely ends it and it becomes some weird, weird stuff after that, yeah. like very cheap as well. But just because you've mentioned it, mm. there's a fan, one of my favourite ever, ever lines in any film is where um, Gabriel, now not a specific bad mm. guy, is grabbed by another angel and the other angel's like, I could kill you, I could take you out, it'd be so easy, too easy. And uh, Christopher Walken delivers a fast food could kill me, a mugger could kill me, down here, not so tough hot shot. <laughs> I think it's absolutely <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> kind of, oh, a, I'm being threatened and you can kill me out, but I'm still a fucking badass. <laughs> yeah, that's it. It's just, I think that's, again, just to, to a little, take a little thing out of the sequels, I think the the idea behind these things not being beautiful, these angels aren't beautiful, you know, holy creatures, you know, the... the, 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 the well, Daggett says when God wants anyone killing or taking out or to be made an example of, he sends his angels. Yeah. So they, they are the, the, the these quite, in, in a lot of ways, horrific things, some of the stuff they do. I mean, the way Gabriel dispatches Simon yeah. is, 
it's pretty horrific. He doesn't. It's not a quick death. He sets you on fire and is like, no, not yet. You know. Yeah. <laughs> but it's the thing I want to just take about out of prophecy two is when they find when they get to the Eden. Yes. And um, it's uh, Eric. Eric Roberts. Roberts who plays uh, Michael. 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 Yeah. And Eden's in it. It's in the industrial. It's like, an old, like, yeah, it's like yeah, a weird factory, sort of, yeah factory thing. It's like because that's it's been blighted by what mankind has done. It's just, it was the, all the the purity's been ripped out of it because of what happened. But but, but, uh, it, but he still gets to tell her not to eat the apple, which is yeah which is yeah, yeah, yeah yeah <laughs> yeah. Which is it, it, that's fantastic. It's such a nice idea that it's it's gone so far the other way. All the grace has left has gone out of it completely. And I think and that's the genesis in in this is that it's not. Um, whatever you believe or you you think of angels and and God and everything like that, um, it's not necessarily a, a pretty picture. Yes, you know? yeah, it's it's yeah. more it's more uh, knowing the world we live in. It's more what you expect heaven to be like. If we found out there definitely was one, it'd be warring yeah. and it'd be you know not a paradise. It'd be yeah. corruptible, like mm. like yeah. like anywhere is. So. Um, I have to ask, is it a recommendation or not? <laughs> I have oh, to ask it. It's a yeah, silly question. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I do. I mean, it's this, the fact that it's on Amazon Prime yeah. uh, as part of your subscription, you know, it just, uh, it's, a, it's a film. It's on for like an hour and a half. Yeah. In 95 minutes. 95 something minutes. Like, something like that. Um, it's well worth your time. Yeah. It is well worth your time. And yeah. it, it's, it's better than some of its mid-90s, Sort of supernatural counterparts. Yeah, absolutely. it's far, far better. Um, not just because of its subject matter, its, its performances. Um, you know, again, we, we talk about this on you know on, on the other channel, but you know, we, we don't hold things back because of the the times they were made. You yeah. know, especially where effects and that concern, it, it gives it its all. Um, yeah. And it just and it's quite nice because Wyden's only it's written you know um, well known for like, like I said before Highlander and Backdraft, but it's his first direct you know directing effort. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, and he does such a great job. He does. Yeah, he does. and it's you know, well worth people's time. Highly recommended. Yeah, even if you just get to <laughs> even if you if the film's just not your style or you may be thinking it's a bit far-fetched or it's not the genre for you i guarantee you'll enjoy christopher walken's performance no matter what it's 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 fantastic so yeah i think you've got two recommendations there for the prophecy yeah so please yeah go and watch it and uh again let us know what you thought let us know in our in our group chat let us know on our social media accounts let us know in the comments below um like share and subscribe we really appreciate it you know do it and don't be a pest about it um <laughs> and uh yeah i think i think it's about time that we close the vault for a week what do you say yeah absolutely mate. yeah right okay guys well thank you for watching and uh good night good night <laughs>